Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Teacher's Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Maxine McFarlane. It is Independence Week in the land of my birth. Last Saturday, August 1, was Emancipation Day, and Thursday, August 6, was Independence Day. The finale of the annual Jamaica Festival Song Competition, put on by the Jamaica Cultural Development Commission, JCDC, took place on July 27. This competition was first instituted way back in 1966, and it is the longest-running original song competition in the island. There's something about this time of year that gets me excited, even now that I'm not physically in the place where the celebrations are happening. The food, excitement, and rich heritage of this little island paradise are simply beautiful to experience. Just a few minutes ago, I was on the phone with my aunt, and she was talking about guinea and mango, and I just had to tell her to stop because I just didn't want to hear about what I was missing. Boja Banton was this year's winner of the festival song competition, and I find the lyrics to his song to be very relatable to my life. I'll leave a link to the song in the show notes. He mentions core Jamaican values and qualities such as respect, being kind, brave, industrious, and resilient. Listen in as I share how my rich heritage has impacted and inspired me in my role as a teacher. In episode 10, The Joy of Teaching, I shared a bit about my teacher training experience and the first year of my teaching career. It was an interesting walk down memory lane for me. I've spent a lot of time over the past few months reflecting on my life as an educator and thinking about the kind of legacy that I hope to leave behind. I realize through reminiscing that at the core of my work are the values that were instilled in me since childhood. The manner in which I work as an educator is really deeply rooted in how I was shaped as a Jamaican. One of the things that I count as a special blessing in my life is the fact that I was born and raised in Jamaica. The culture embodied the values and beliefs and they were organically passed on to us very early. Learning gems, sayings, proverbs, and poems were commonplace. Most of us could recite the Henry Wadsworth Longfellow quote from memory, and I can just hear my Jamaican friends saying it with me. The heights by great men reached and kept were not attained by sudden flight, but they, while their companions slept, were toiling upward in the night. I'll share a few more examples of the words that guided us. Here's one that um, encouraged resilience. Do your best and be not troubled. Should some others better do? If your work should fail to please you, don't give up, but strive anew. This next example encouraged focus and the recognition that there's a time 
for everything. This was one that my colleagues and I would share with our grade one children. It says, when you play, play hard. When you work, don't play at all. Many of us had to memorize the poem Nature by H.D. Cardbury. I can just see myself standing with my classmates next door benches and reciting it. Nature by H.D. Cardbury. We have neither summer nor winter, neither autumn nor spring. We have instead the days when the gold sun shines on the lush cane fields magnificently. The days when the rain beats like bullets on the roofs and there is no sound but the swish of water in the gullies and trees struggling in the high Jamaica winds. Also, there are the days when leaves fade from off guango trees and the reaped cane fields lie bare and fallow to the sun. But best of all, there are the days when the mango and the logwood blossom, when bushes are full of the sound of bees and the scent of honey, when the tall grass sways and shivers to the slightest breath of air, when the buttercups have paved the earth with yellow stars, and beauty comes suddenly, and the rains have gone. If I were to guess or even take a poll of fellow Jamaicans who grew up there, I would say that this final example was the most popular one across the island. I can almost bet. Labor for learning before you grow old. For learning is better than silver and gold. Silver and gold will vanish away, but a good education will never decay. Now this is the heart of the education that I received and the driving force of the work that I now do in my classroom. You see, we were raised in a country where education was valued and we were all encouraged to attain a good one. Regardless of our socioeconomic background, we believed that being educated would open doors for us. That is one of the main reasons I am proud to be a Jamaican. I'm grateful that my Jamaican identity didn't reside in the color of my skin, and that was not a limitation to what I could accomplish. As descendants of enslaved people and even of those who colonized the island or later became indentured laborers, we represent our motto, which says, out of many, one people. So this is the backdrop for the manner in which I teach, and it's my motivation for helping my students to achieve their best. My heritage naturally inspires my teaching, and I'm grateful that I can positively impact my students because of it. As teachers, parents, and caregivers, we must examine how we have been shaped by our experiences, and we have to be careful not to allow them to create bias towards our students. I'll admit that when I first started teaching in the United States of America, I was taken by surprise by how difficult it was for students to identify rhyming words. In my mind, rhyming words were was such a simple concept. 
This was something that was a natural part of our culture in Jamaica, as it was embedded in our jingles, songs, poems, and ring games. As children, we would even make up our own rhymes, and when we wrote our original poems, they had to rhyme. I scoffed at the fact that it had to be more deliberately taught to children here, but quickly recognized the difference in the cultural experiences that gave our children in Jamaica an advantage. Now, if we're honest, we will admit that teachers' lives are sometimes quite different from the students we teach, and this can make it more difficult to relate to them and their needs. That is why we must be vigilant in building meaningful relationships with our students. An impactful experience comes to my mind as I think about relating to students' backgrounds. Let me share that with you. I worked at a school that included an interesting activity as part of the summer professional development sessions every year. Time was scheduled for us, the um, teachers, to take a ride on the school bus through the neighborhoods where our students lived. On my very first trip, the driver told us stories about the communities. He pointed out important buildings and talked about various incidents that had happened. He lived in that town for many years and knew the students, he knew their families and their culture quite well. He knew how to support them and made a difference in their lives. I was quite frankly surprised by some of what I saw and it helped me to dismiss some of the unfounded assumptions that I made about the students. With my Caribbean upbringing and understanding the challenges children face to get an education, I was so shocked to realize that some of our students were living in more difficult situations here in the United States. I've had to buy lunches for students when I taught in Jamaica because their parents just simply could not afford to. But they were sent to school because education is a priority. Empathy comes naturally because of my heritage and it was easy for me to apply that quality to my students regardless of where I work. I recognize that my heritage of empathy inspires my teaching. A few weeks ago, during one of my morning walks, I listened to an interview with the fastest woman in the world, Shellyann Fraser-Price. And of course, you can tell that she's Jamaican. Anyway, she shared with the interviewer, um, Yandi Phillips, about the numerous challenges that she faced during her childhood and on her journey to become an Olympic champion. I'll also put a link to the, the interview I'm referencing now. I put it in the show notes. Shellyann's determination and resilience epitomize the Jamaican spirit that appears to be almost innate, but it is also nurtured. She was raised by a hardworking single mother who would do odd jobs to provide for her daughter. Her mother was her biggest supporter. Shellyann shared how she would have to wash her only pair of athletic shorts every evening to have it ready for training the next day. She would sometimes go to school without lunch money while anxiously waiting for her mother to earn some money in the morning and get it to her in time. 
um, her mom would take it to school before her lunch period. There's a level of intrinsic motivation embedded in us as Jamaicans, and that creates a we can attitude. Most of us will tell you we lick about with Talawa. You know, there's just something about us that's just driving us, no matter how difficult the challenges are. That is why I can never write off a student or accept that my students cannot improve. I'm always driven to find the source of motivation for each of them and use it to support my students to the best of my ability. I met a friend when I first moved to North Carolina who was from the neighboring island of the Dominican Republic. We moved here at the same time and worked in the same school district. She shared a pledge with me that she had previously used with her students back in the Dominican Republic. With her permission, I modified it and used it in my classroom for many years, even this school year, this past school year. My students recite this daily reminder that they are smart, special, and valuable. The qualities of respect and motivation, along with their work ethic of striving to do their best, are also mentioned in the pledge. It ends with an acknowledgement of their sense of pride associated with being themselves and members of our class community. I hold my students accountable for working towards and maintaining the tenets of our class pledge. I capitalize on every opportunity to recognize and celebrate evidence of how they're following the pledge. My students know that I see greatness in them every day and encourage them to overcome whatever challenges they encounter while working towards achieving their goals. I recognize that my heritage of determination and resilience inspires my teaching. Sayings and proverbs are a natural part of our Jamaican culture. My boys sometimes make fun of the fact that I find a Jamaican expression for almost every situation. Growing up, we were taught to use good manners and to be respectful. We heard the expression, manners carry you through the world, often. And simple things like greeting people and using titles were marks of showing respect. Comments would be made about your broughtopsy, which is an indication that someone was brought up well. Jamaicans actually sometimes say respect to someone they meet as a simple way of showing respect. I facilitate a classroom environment of mutual respect. A line from our class pledge says, I respect and motivate myself and others. I expect and model respect through my interactions with my students and engage them in discussions. And these discussions involve examples and non-examples of respect. I give my students respect in the same way that I expect it to be reciprocated. And it is not contingent on their behavior. These two quotes that I'm about to share express how I feel about the matter of respect. The first one is by Miguel Ruiz. And it says, respect is one of the greatest expressions of love. And the second one is from Richard Branson. 
who said, respect is how to treat everyone. I think that one just encompasses the whole idea. Everyone should be respected. I recognize that my heritage of manners and respect inspires my teaching. I'm aware that the three examples that I shared today are all related to my role as a teacher. However, they can definitely be applied when I'm wearing my parenting hat. I invite parents and caregivers to consider how we can apply these three principles as well. So let me review them quickly. The first one, my heritage of empathy inspires my teaching. Two, my heritage of determination and resilience inspires my teaching. And three, my heritage of manners and respect inspires my teaching. Let's rephrase my three areas of inspiration and consider them instead as three questions that I hope you will reflect on and ask yourself. You, you may need to make some substitutions because the things that I have pulled from my heritage may not directly apply to you, but for the sake of our conversation right now, I'm going to use the ones that I shared and then you can modify it accordingly. So here's the first question. How can I show empathy to my children? I think that one could work regardless of whether or not you're from my culture because empathy is something that we all should want to show. Number two, do I engender a spirit of determination and resilience in my children? Chances are your child is already determined, is already resilient, so you can substitute those qualities for something else. And number three, am I respectful and do I encourage respect? This is another quality that I think should be across the board. I'm pretty sure that respect is something that is valued in culture, different cultures around the world. So as you reflect and respond to these questions, take some time to consider if there are other qualities or values that are important to you. What do you want to pass on to your children? What beautiful aspects of your own culture do you want to preserve and pass on to them so they can also be proud of their heritage? I'll leave you with another quote, yes. I guess I can now dub myself as the quote queen. This one is from one of Jamaica's national heroes, Marcus Garvey. And it says, A people without the knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. I encourage you to plant trees with deep roots by inspiring your children and students through your heritage and even through their own heritage. Until the next episode, walk good and one love. Thank you.